This is the public speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Hi, Lisa. This is Scott Milford from Madison Edge, Virginia, and I was wondering if you could tell us about the Toastmasters Club and other similar clubs. Thanks for a great podcast and for helping people like me become better public speakers. Scott, just this past week, a colleague of mine went to his first Toastmasters meeting. He told me it was the best $50 a person could spend. When I asked him why, he said, because it not only allows you to improve speaking, but you get to surround yourself with a bunch of people who are trying to reach the same goal, better communications. When I was in my early 20s, I told my father I was interested in public speaking. He told me about a club at RCA where he worked called Toastmasters. I remember thinking it was such an odd name. After all, what did Toast have to do with speaking? I also remember my father saying incredulously, yeah, these people get together at lunchtime and give speeches. They think public speaking is fun. After talking with one of the RCA members, I ended up joining my local community club in Haddonfield, New Jersey. I found out that Toastmasters was, and still is, an international organization with thousands of clubs filled with people who are interested in improving communication and leadership skills. My dad was right. People get together for fun to deliver short talks and to receive supportive feedback. They've even had some famous members like management expert Tom Peters and the founder of Mrs. Fields Cookies, Debbie Fields. I think the first thing that a person notices about Toastmasters is how organized, productive, and engaging the meetings are. They're highly structured, with members filling very specific roles and responsibilities. In fact, if you're interested in seeing a model of a very well-run meeting, attend a Toastmasters meeting. You'll see a live demonstration of many of the in-person meeting guidelines that I talked about three weeks ago. Specifically, every meeting includes prepared speeches by a few participants. Each speaker prepares his or her speech according to the guidelines outlined in the manual. The first manual is a series of 10 speaking assignments focusing on the foundation skills like gestures, eye contact, organization, and delivery. Rest assured, there are 15 advanced manuals. There's plenty to learn. Each prepared speaker is assigned an evaluator who delivers a short evaluation presentation and also provides written feedback in the participant's manual. I still remember and follow much of the advice I received on my first 10 speeches. In fact, there was a local newscaster in our club who I desperately wanted to emulate. I remember this one time I was trying to impress her by matching her very regal, refined style, but I failed miserably. She encouraged me to find my own voice and to always share my personal connection to the topic. I'm following that advice right now at this very moment. I'm not giving you the website information about Toastmasters. I'm telling you from my personal experience in my own words. I learned that valuable lesson from my fellow Toastmaster. In addition to the prepared speeches and evaluations, there's also a timer who ensures all speakers stick to their time slots, and a grammarian who points out errors in pronunciation and grammar. Some clubs even have an um counter who tallies all the filler words that are spoken. There's also a general evaluator who evaluates the entire meeting, pointing out things that went well and things to improve for the next time. There's another portion of the meeting dedicated to extemporaneous speaking. It's called Table Topics, and that's my favorite part of the meeting. The Table Topics master comes to the meeting prepared with questions or topics and then asks for volunteers to stand and deliver an impromptu response. This part of the meeting can be a lot of fun, and for some, it can be quite nerve-wracking. For sure, it's a valuable skill to be able to organize your thoughts 
and create a concise and compelling response on the fly. The best part about Toastmasters is that it works. I personally witnessed a participant who was so nervous for his first speech that he went to his doctor who prescribed him Valium. This guy continued to come to the club for many years, and eventually, he came in third in the international contest. I've seen many similar transformations from poor speakers to excellent speakers as a result of consistent attendance at Toastmasters. But Toastmasters isn't just for public speakers. Participants developed confidence, self-esteem, general ability to communicate and to lead. And of course, improvement in these skills can have a dramatic impact in all parts of a person's life. However, if you're interested in becoming a professional speaker, you might consider joining the National Speakers Association. This organization is more costly than Toastmasters and focuses on helping professional speakers develop their business and to refine platform skills. I also joined NSA in my early 20s and received very valuable feedback from many of the local members. However, in in the interest of full disclosure, I'm no longer active in either organization. But that doesn't mean they're not valuable. In fact, I mentioned to my colleague that I was thinking of perhaps returning to Toastmasters to deliver some of the public speaker episodes live in front of an audience. For me, that would be fun and educational. This is Lisa B. Marshall, passionate about communication. Your success is my business. P.S. I just wanted to let you know I also included links in the show notes to help you find the organizations that I mentioned in your local community. Are you enjoying the show? Why not show your appreciation by leaving me a five-star iTunes review? Also, for additional resources and sneak peeks at New Stuff, join the Public Speaker fan page or join my newsletter. If you'd like to connect with me, feel free to join my networks on LinkedIn and Twitter. All the links are in the show notes. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. (laughs) 